Hi, I'm Haley. I've been a nutritionist for over 10 years and I saw firsthand how the diet industry works, but mostly doesn't work to help you lose weight. Then I found myself 20 pounds overweight and realized the weight loss struggle has nothing to do with what you eat, but why you eat. So I went on a mission to explore the brain and its role in weight loss. And now I help my clients lose 30 pounds in 90 days by wiring their brain to weight less. On this show, you are going to learn how to wire your brain to lose weight so that you never have to diet, restrict, deprive, or willpower again. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Haley here on Weight Loss Without Dieting. It's good to be here with you. So as you know, I've been out on maternity leave for the past couple of months. <laughs> so I did, the podcast kind of fell off. I batched a bunch before I went out and they I took a longer maternity leave than I thought I would. And uh, so they ran out and I was like, I'm not recording podcasts while I'm hanging out with my baby. So I'm back, officially back. I'm so excited to be back. And yeah, this episode is going to be part one to a two-part episode. So this is going to be all about my pregnancy weight gain journey. And then part two is going to be all about my postpartum weight loss journey. Um, I got a lot of questions about the pregnancy weight gain, both from you guys, you know, asking me what that looks like, what it should look like. And from the average Joe who I was seeing at a party and they knew I was pregnant and they're like, what'd your doctor say about how much weight you should gain? So there's, there's a lot of, lot of questions out there, a lot of opinions out there. And for the average person, I, I just, I want to say like, I, I'm so blessed that I have the knowledge and experience that I have in terms of being able to get your brain and your mind around other people's opinions and all of the junk that is out there, because this would have been really challenging. And so I empathize with you if you are going through this without that brain training background, how frustrating and confusing and overwhelming a pregnancy weight gain journey can be because there is so much conflicting information and there are so many opinions out there about what this should look like and how it should be for you. So I'm going to preface this whole episode by saying in no way, shape or form is this medical advice. You should always go to your care provider, to your physician, whoever you're looking to for your pregnancy care first. This is my experience and my journey. Um, so don't take anything that I'm saying, like as the word of what you should be doing exactly, I'm going to give, I'm going to tell you my experience and I'm going to give you a framework that you can follow for yourself. So, um, that is to, this is to be personalized for you based on your body, your needs and your healthcare providers. like opinions and the health of you and your baby. Um, so that is my preface to this entire episode. And I'll lead right into the next thing I want to say, which is we are told when we get pregnant, so many things about how your weight gain journey should look and how your pregnancy should look, but it is deeply personal to you and your baby and deeply dependent on you and your baby's health. And it should be. It is no one else's business what this is going to look like for you and what it should look like for you. And you need to keep that in mind that your mother in law and your husband and every other person that you run into is going to have an opinion about this. And you always need to put yourself and your baby first. It's really no one else's business. <laughs> Truly. Okay. So keep that in mind. And I'll also get, I'm going to add this before you leave this episode because you're not pregnant or you're not thinking about getting pregnant or that's nowhere in your future. 
This episode is going to be really impactful, even if you're not, because we are going to be talking about other people's opinions. And those exist whether you're pregnant or not, no matter where you are on your weight loss or weight gain journey or where you are hormonally, metabolically, pregnancy, people are going to have opinions about how you should be eating, what you should be weighing, and what all of that should look like. So this is going to be really helpful for framing all of that. A lot of what I'm going to talk about here today is standard, no matter whether you're pregnant or not. These are things, principles to follow, a framework to follow whether you're pregnant or not. Okay. So um, my journey specifically began like a year ago. This is, I found out I was pregnant in January of 2023. It's currently January of 2024. Um, so it was about a year ago. And I will tell you the moment that I peed on that stick and it gave me the lines or line. I don't know which one it was or positive. Maybe that's what it was a plus sign. My brain was like, let's do it. Let's eat all the things. You're going to gain weight anyways. You better start eating. You might as well start eating. You're not going to be able to fit in those clothes anyways. You might as well start eating. So I want you to be very aware of where your brain is going throughout this journey. This wasn't a one-time thing that I did one time. I did this every single day was check in with where my brain is, where my mindset is. And this is what I have my clients do as well. It is so important. Whatever is showing up for you on the scale, that is a product of where you're where your thinking is, where your mindset is. It isn't even a product of what's going into your mouth because what's going into your mouth is dictated by where your mindset is. So you always need to be checking in with your mindset. So I, I those thoughts came on instantly. I, and you're, this is coming from the girl that like invented brain training for weight loss <laughs> and has been practicing this for years and has really taken this taken my journey so far. And my brain still offered all of this up. Well, you're pregnant. You're going to get fat anyways. Why don't you just eat all the things? I'm like, what are you taught? Like, whoa. So one of the first things I did was I set a weight gain goal for myself. No matter where you are in your journey, you can still do this or check in with this. But this was really helpful helpful for me. This is my first pregnancy. So I really didn't know what to expect in terms of what my body is going to do while I'm pregnant and what I should expect this to feel like and look like on the scale. So I set, I picked a number, 25 pounds, and I said, that's going to be my weight gain goal. If I go over that, that is fine. But I'm going to use that number to help me as a reference point, to help me check in. Did this weight, did I gain five pounds and my eating didn't really change? And my mindset was, was really like on point and I was checked in with it? Or did I gain five pounds because I was checked out of my mindset and I was just living in, well, I'm eating for two now. So that is where that, um, that weight goal came in for me. It was a reference point and a checkpoint for me. And it was really helpful. And it also had me continually weighing in, which is another thing that I really enjoyed while I was pregnant. And I would highly recommend for you. Um, just because the scale is now going to be going up doesn't mean that you want to stop checking in with it. So what I tell all my clients is that the scale is, it's a tool. It's a neutral tool. It is a tool that you can use to see what's working with your mindset and what isn't working with your mindset. And therefore, how your mindset is affecting your eating and then affecting that result, which is the number on the scale. So that was important for me. And I actually really enjoyed it. It was another, just a secondary way for me to check it with my body and my baby and what was going on with all of that. It was interesting. Like I, I found it, I found a way to make it interesting. Cause I will say, that right at the beginning, my brain was like, I don't want to get on the scale because it's only going to be going up and this is going to be so hard to see. So if your brain is there, that is okay. You can 100% change that. You can borrow the thoughts that I used to 
make the scale very enjoyable for myself while I was watching the number go up. Ultimately, up past 25 pounds, <laughs> which was my goal. And that was okay. With like I, I enjoyed that too. So finding a way to frame that for yourself that the scale isn't scary now just because it's just because that number is going to be going up, it is still a tool for you. It is a way for you to check in with your body, with your baby, with your mindset. Um, so I, that was really great for me. And I would highly recommend that. First of all, or second of all, the next point, next point, the, the general advice that's floating around out there amongst your family members near and far, your friends, whoever, is extremely conflicting. They're essentially saying two different things because this, this was my experience. Well, you shouldn't really gain more than 25 pounds. 30 is the max. If you gain more than 30, that's bad. If you gain less than 25, that's also bad. So that was one side of it. Kind of like this weight, I don't know, restriction or this strict number that we were all going to be held to every pregnant one woman is going to be held to. And then on the flip side of that, the exact opposite of that is that you are constantly, these same people are saying, well, you're eating for two now. Don't you want second helpings? Can I offer you a snack? Are you hungry? You must be hungry because you're, you're pregnant. So it's like, you're constantly having food foisted off on you just because you're pregnant. And at the same time, they're telling you, well, you can't gain more than 25 pounds. <laughs> it's very like opposites. So where how I was seeing this the whole time was that, oh my gosh, this must be so frustrating and so confusing for anyone who doesn't have the background and the, the skills that I have. Like this has to be really overwhelming and really not fun. If what, if one, if this person in front of you is saying, well, you can't gain more than 25 pounds. And at the same time, they're like, here, have a piece of cake, even though you just ate a piece of cake <laughs> or have a snack, even though you're not hungry. It's very confusing. It's like, well, which one should I be doing? Should I be hungry all the time and eating all the time? Or should I only be gaining 25 pounds? Like what is going on? So I want you to be this, this, what this episode is really going to boil down to is listening to yourself and really silencing a lot of these opinions that are just floating out there and being foisted off on you just because you are pregnant. Or if you're not pregnant, just because you're losing, trying to lose weight or because you're overweight, these opinions are still going to be happening to you and happening around you. So that is the framework that you're going to be following in this episode is really just learning how to listen to yourself and to your body. Um, so <laughs> I, this is another one that this is kind of an idea that's out there is that you can eat whatever you want without repercussion. It's as if any weight you gain during pregnancy is going to fall off as soon as you're not pregnant. And I want to, I want to just give some facts here around that because it's this unspoken idea that like whatever weight you gain during pregnancy is okay. That's it's all baby weight and it's all going to come off when you are um, not pregnant anymore. When, after you have your baby. And the reality is that there is some weight that is that your body is going to gain because you're pregnant. So your body makes a new organ called the placenta. It also makes a baby, which at for mo the majority, maybe like half of your pregnancy, that baby is not going to weigh that much. So it really doesn't, its weight doesn't contribute that much to your weight gain until more until the end. Um, and then the biggest thing is going to be the water. So your body makes a whole lot of extra blood and holds on to a whole lot of water throughout your pregnancy. So that all of that weight is going to come back off once you have the baby. However, your body still 
has a limit to how many calories it needs. And once it goes over that, it starts storing those as fat. So that there isn't like an unlimited amount of food that you can eat without gaining fat. Your body will still store excess calories as fat, just like it will when you're not pregnant. So I want to kind of clear that up because I think even that can be very confusing. It it feels like, and based on the way people are talking to you about it, it feels like, oh, well, maybe anything that I eat, it all just goes into the baby. And then it's all just going to be out of me once I'm, once I deliver the baby. And that's not true. Your, your body still has a limit to how many calories it needs. And beyond that, it's storing them as fat. Um, so that was something I, I was reminding myself like throughout this pregnancy, it's, it's kind of funny because there's so much, so many opinions and so many people talking to you about this all the time. I was literally like reminding myself like, no, beyond my caloric needs and the baby's caloric needs, that extra will go be stored as fat. And that isn't going to be coming off after I have the baby. That will be weight fat that I have to lose after I have the baby. And if I gain fat, that's okay. Like I'm okay with anything that happens on this journey. But my ultimate goal was really just to be true to myself, do what was best for me, do what was best for my baby. And instead of doing what was best for other people's opinions and to keep other people happy. And that's what I want to offer to you is that the framework that you should follow is what's best for your body, what's best for your baby, what feels good for you, not what makes someone else happy or what appeases someone else or what doesn't hurt someone else's feelings. Okay. Because there was a lot of pressure to eat. People were constantly offering me food and seconds and snacks and XYZ. Most of it is very, you know, this is out of good nature, like trying to be nice. And that's wonderful. And you know, I never want to hurt someone's feelings just because they're trying to be nice. But I ha- you have to find that middle ground where you honor yourself and you respect the other person and you're kind to the other person while doing what's best for you. And I'm always willing to offend someone else t- in order to honor my body and what's best for me. And that happens sometimes. And I'm going to go into some stories along those lines more specifically, but that, that did happen. So be prepared that that might happen, that someone might be offering new snacks consistently and you might be politely turning them down and then at some point offending that person when you turn them down (laughs) so it it will happen i i did offend people (laughs) when i was pregnant and i think i um inadvertently scared some people um one thing that i heard all of the time was how i was carrying was smaller than what people's expectations were. And so I think that I, some of the advice that I was receiving was not only because I'm a weight loss coach. So I'm talking about that a lot. I think people may have been concerned that I was like not doing the best thing for me and my baby and my body because like I was trying to strictly stick to a number and I really wasn't at all. Um, that was not true for me. Um, so I think that was part of it. And then I think part of it is that just, you know, people are like, well, you're, you're pregnant, so you must be hungry. So like, here, eat something. And you're carrying smaller. So here, you must need to eat something. And what I want to offer is that every person carries completely differently. Every person carries completely differently. And that's the individuality of this. You always have to honor your or individual body over what other people's expectations or ideas of what it should look like are. So that was really um, important for me. So um, what I'll say is that like throughout this, because of all of these other opinions and, and pressure to eat, 
the average person's experience during pregnancy is very frustrating and confusing and overwhelming and very disconnected from your body's needs. And this actually, this exists whether you're pregnant or not. We over our lives get extremely disconnected from our body's signals for how much fuel we need, what type of fuel we need, and when we need to fuel. We because of all, and it's literally, you guys, it is because of all of these other opinions out there. We start listening to Joe Schmo's opinion about what we should be eating and when we should be eating instead of our body's opinion. And what I want to offer to you is that your body is always giving you accurate information about its fueling needs. You just don't know how to listen. And so my bottom line for my pregnancy, the thing, the rule that I stuck to, no matter what happened, was that my body is always giving me accurate signals about how much to fuel, what type of fuel, and when to fuel. And I really had to remind myself of that over and over again. And you can borrow that thought. By the way, that is a thought that you can borrow. That your body is always sending you accurate signals about how much to fuel, when to fuel, and what type of fuel is going to work. And it, it really is. So that that was the thing that I brought myself. That was the cornerstone of my um, pregnancy like weight gain journey. And that was the thing I was constantly bringing myself back to when so-and-so said I wasn't eating enough. <laughs> or maybe I'm not eating enough, or maybe I'm not getting enough weight. I was like, my body's always sending me accurate signals. And so what I'm going to do is listen to those signals. And I'm going to let those signals lead how much I'm eating and what I'm eating and when I'm eating over your opinion of what I should be eating or when I should be eating. And I I did that when I was pregnant. And that's also my mantra when I'm not pregnant. And that is what I teach all of my clients. And side note, that is how my clients lose weight without dieting, lose weight without restricting, without someone else's idea of what they should be eating. Because they learn to start listening to their body and feeling for what their body's saying. And they let that take the lead. I show them how. I show them how to start listening and how to how to let that take the lead in, in this way that's going to allow them to lose weight. But that is the thing that allows you to like live this life that's free of restrictions and other people's opinions. It's really pretty incredible. So that was, I just let that carry through while I was pregnant. I'll say there were many times where I uh, found myself like going, you know, off of that path. And eating because, well, my brain said that, you know, I'm going to gain weight anyway. So I might as well just eat or so-and-so offered me the snack and I didn't say no. So it happened, but I always brought myself back to that. All I have to do is listen to my body and only my body, not what other people are saying about what this should look like. So I did a lot of self-coaching throughout this throughout my pregnancy. And I want to offer that to you too, that checking in with yourself, checking in with your mindset and where you are is really helpful. And, and the scale can help with that too. But checking in on, you know, have I been eating, you know, yesterday or today or this week, just because my brain is like freaking out and so-and-so said I should be. And, you know, I read this post from blah, blah, blah. And it said that I need to be eating more. And so that's why I've been eating this week. Or have I just been like really focused on my body and listening to my body? So I did a lot of that, a lot of checking in, a lot of coaching myself around that. Um, I will also say this was super interesting. Normally I am a very salty person. I always want cheese and crackers over dessert. I always want chips and salsa over cookies. I always want like a vegetable side dish over a fruit salad. And pretty quickly after I found out I was pregnant within that first month, 
um, maybe it was around the end of the first month, my taste buds completely changed. Like my preferences just turned around. All I wanted was fruit. (laughs) So typically I might have like one piece of fruit during the week, like one time a week I'm having fruit, which again goes back to listening to your body and what your body wants and needs because the average food expert will say fruit's so healthy and you should be eating like you know two fruits a day or whatever i don't even know what the (laughs) what the recommendations are anymore i'm so disconnected from all that i'm like just listen to your body but that's what my body where my body is typically and it changes from season to season for sure but typically i don't eat a lot of fruit and it was like within probably around the the end of that first month, I was like, all I want is mango and pineapple for every meal. And I truly, I was eating, I would buy like those bags of cuties and I would have like four a day. I would have like two with, two with lunch, two with dinner. (laughs) Like I would have, I would go through a pineapple every two days and two mangoes a day. I mean, this wasn't like every day I had, it was one of those things. Per day, I wasn't eating all of that fruit in one day, but I was going through the fruit, and it was amazing. Like it was incredible. I loved it. I loved every second of it. But that was a real testament to me that like my body is leading the way in this because my tastes have completely changed. Like my body needs something else right now, and that's okay. I'm willing to listen. And I think that if I hadn't walked into the pregnancy, being willing to listen or knowing that. I needed to listen and that it was okay to listen. I would have just tried to continue to do what I had been doing and, and or listening to the experts, which are like, it's all about the leafy greens. It's all about, um, you know, these certain vegetables. And that really didn't feel good for me when I was pregnant. That's not to say that I wasn't eating vegetables, but my vegetable intake drastically decreased compared to what it was before I was pregnant. And I think that I, if I hadn't listened to what, where my body was during that pregnancy, I would have tried to say, no, I don't like, even though my, I might be wanting to eat this fruit, that's not right. I would have tried to like override what my body was asking for in my brain, (laughs) which is the opposite of what I teach. Like you got to listen to what your body's asking for first as long as that is aligning with how you want to feel and how you want to look. So that's what I did. I, I really listened and it, it completely changed. Um, I loved fruit. I ate a lot of fruit, <laughs> a lot of fruit. <laughs> I was a fruit nut and it was amazing. And, and as soon as I gave birth to the baby, like that all went away, <laughs> it all went away. Very interesting. Um, the other thing that was really interesting was my hunger levels really did not change that much. Not as much as I expected and not as much as I've heard other people say. So I want to offer that wherever yours are, listen to your body. But that is your body telling you how much you need a fuel and how often. And so that needs to lead the way in terms of when you're eating. Um, A lot of times we are eating because it's there, because it's time, because someone offered it to us. And I was always saying, okay, this is where my hunger level is. And I'm going to only eat for that, not for any of these other reasons. And that was really challenging at times. It, it's always challenging because people get mad at me. I won't name names, but <coughs> husband <laughs> gets mad at me and that's okay. And I actually have a story about that I'm going to talk about, but really letting my hunger, my body's signals for when I needed to fuel be the lead and letting people have their opinions about that and say, well, it's mealtime. So you should just be eating. And I would say, yes, but this, that's not where my body is right now. Well, you're pregnant you're eating for two. Yes. But there is not another human equal to my size and weight attached to me that I'm trying to sustain with my diet. <laughs> For most of your pregnancy, that baby is going to be really, really small and have very small 
caloric needs. So you're not eating for two. Let me just put it that way. But your your hunger might be different, whatever it is, wherever it is. Let your hunger lead as opposed to someone else's idea of what you, when and how much you should be eating lead. Because it's really easy to get into that because people are constantly going to be talking to you about it. Okay. So that was really important to me. I did 100% skip meals. I didn't skip meals in the sense that I was hungry and I said, I'm not going to eat, even though I'm hungry. I skipped meals times when other people were eating when it wasn't right for me at that time. So I want to offer that to you that that is always okay. And that is always in your power. When people come to me and they're like, well, I have to eat because everyone else is eating. No, you don't. You never do. No one's holding a gun to your head. You are just thinking I have to eat because everyone else is eating. And I want you to shift that for yourself. Shift that to, I'm going to do what's best for my body. My body has my back. That was another thing I said to myself. Like, my body is going to do the best thing for me and this baby. It is not going to steer me wrong. It really isn't. Your body wants to do the best thing for you and wants to do the best thing for this baby. It's not going to steer you wrong. And you need to have that knowledge in the back of your head when so-and-so is telling you you're carrying small and you need to eat more. So keep that thought with you as well. I also said no to seconds. People were like making me second plates. I'm like, I don't, I'm good. Thank you. They're like putting dessert in front of me. I'm like, I am not obligated to eat this dessert just because it was in front of me. And just because someone was trying to be nice. I'm always going to be nice (laughs) and kind and gracious about that kind of thing. I'm never going to try to like hurt someone's feelings who's trying like really genuinely trying to be nice so I always find that middle ground where I honor myself and also respect this other person for trying to do something nice for me but you have to listen to your body first and if it's not right for you be willing to offend that other person because even if you're nice sometimes people are still upset (laughs) and that's okay you get used to it (laughs) you practice getting used to it so I these are a couple scenarios specifically that I ran into. Um, so right off the bat, when I found out I was pregnant, me and my husband went on a trip. I was probably about three months pregnant and, um, we were coming home from the trip. We were at the airport waiting for our flight to leave. And it was a weird time. It was like nine 30 in the morning or something. Um, and we were looking, he was hungry. So we're, him and I are walking around the airport looking for something to eat. We found this like Mediterranean restaurant that was open and a, I really was not hungry and B at nine 30 in the morning. I didn't want like a falafel bowl, like <laughs> with like olives. <laughs> no, thank you. Not appealing whatsoever. So he orders and he's like, what are you getting? I was like, I'm not going to get anything. And I've, I share this, that I have a lot of stories along these lines with my husband specifically. So this comes up a lot and I talk about it a lot on this podcast, but he does not like that when I, when he's eating and I don't want to eat or I decline, it never goes over well. Um, it is hard on me. That doesn't mean though that I cave <laughs> most of the time I don't. So I was like, I'm not going to get anything. And he said, you're starving our baby. And that was really tough to hear. But at the same time, it was really a turning point for us because I responded. I said, if I'm not starving, like if I'm not physically really hungry, then neither is the baby. And overall, my eating has been very typical of how I eat. I haven't, I'm not like pregnant and suddenly skipping meals all the time. I'm always honoring my hunger. 
that hasn't changed. And it's not going to change just because I'm hungry. And so I, I really kind of, we had this talk where I was just like, I'm going to, my body's giving me accurate hunger signals. It's giving me accurate signals as to how much I need to eat and when I need to eat. And I'm not getting any of those right now. And so if I'm not getting those right now, it means that I don't need anything. And I, I have what I need to fuel myself and I have what I need to fuel the, this baby that's growing. And he was like, okay, that makes sense. That, that made a lot of sense. So I'm going to offer all of that to you. If that's something that you need to use or share, that is okay. Or just some thoughts that you need to remind yourself of that your body has your back. Always. It always has your back. And it's giving you good signals when you can listen and, and honoring those is really important. So that was, that was a tough like moment for us. And it was also a really good moment for us because for the most part after that, it was like, he kind of let it go and he trusted me and he trusted like that. This is my body knows like, and that's okay. So, but we did have, we, we had this other situation happen. So I had a doula um, and we did our like birthing classes with her. So we would go, I think it was like every week we'd go to these classes. And usually afterwards we would go out to eat. And so we get to class and I'm kind of thinking like this whole class, I'm like, I am not hungry at all. And I know that we're going out to eat after this. And if I'm not hungry, when we get there, I'm going to have to break it to him that I might not be eating or that can I just have some of your food or can we just get an appetizer like for me instead of me ordering my own meal? So I'm already kind of mentally preparing myself for that. Cause like I said, it's not popular when I, when we go to eat and I'm like, I'm not really hungry. <laughs> it doesn't ever go over well. So I'm mentally preparing myself for what that's going to look like. And we, for some reason in this class got into like dietary needs when you're pregnant which normally I completely ignore. Um, A, because I like, I tend to usually have like a lot more um, training and knowledge and understanding of that than whoever is telling me about it. Unless it's like, I don't know, I guess someone who with more um, professional knowledge in nutrition and that kind of stuff than I have. Um, but typically I, I just kind of tune that stuff out and I'm like, Oh yeah. Okay. Whatever. Uh, so, but for some reason I chimed in during this class that I probably wasn't getting the amount of protein that was being recommended. And my doula was like, that's a really bad, like if you're not getting that much, that amount of protein, you might not have a viable pregnancy. And I, me and Miles, like I met my husband, just like, we were like, oh my God, we both kind of like got really scared for a minute and got really nervous. And so we were heading, you know, to go out to eat after this. I'm not hungry. I had kind of prepared myself to not get anything to eat ahead of time. But now we're both walking into this restaurant with this information that like, you're not eating enough, uh, enough protein to have a viable pregnancy. And I'm like, oh my God. So I order a meal and basically like force feed myself. And I, I ate like, I mean, I was just eating and eating and I haven't done that in so long where I'm sitting there with my body. not being physically hungry and just eating like it's really not comfortable when you're really connected to your to your physical body it's really hard to overeat like it doesn't feel good you're like this feels terrible so that's kind of where i was like this whole time and, and my husband is just like keep eating and i'm like i know i gotta keep eating i have to get the protein so we happen to have a check-in the next day an ultrasound with our doctor and and all that and they're like, oh yeah, everything's perfectly on track. The baby is like 
perfectly average size and weight, perfectly healthy, everything is fine. Like it's all fine. And we obviously we didn't go in there and be like, I don't know if I've been getting enough protein. We just went in there like normal people and they were just like, yeah, every baby's perfectly fine. Everything's perfectly fine. They're perfectly on track. They're like in the middle of the road in terms of percentiles and all of that stuff. And we're like, oh. And so me and my husband had a conversation after that. And I was like, okay, so no, like with this knowledge that I have been letting my body lead on how I'm eating, how much I'm eating, when I'm eating this whole time, and the baby is perfectly healthy and we are perfectly healthy and perfectly on track. Do you feel more comfortable with that now? Despite the fact that other people have opinions about what I'm eating and how much I'm eating. And he was like, yes, I trust you. I trust that. I trust this now. That was very eye-opening for me and him. really reassuring that no matter whose expert opinion is out there, my body was doing the right thing. Like it knew it was doing the right thing. And so I just continued to let that lead. No matter who had an opinion about how much weight I should gain or shouldn't gain or what I was looking like or whatever, or that I was saying no to a snack. I was like, my body knows. I'm letting my body lead and it's doing, it is doing the best thing for me and this baby. Like it is, I know that. So that was incredibly, it was kind of scary at first, but incredibly reassuring. And I want to just offer that thought to you that your body has your back and has that baby's back and it's going to do the best thing for both of you. Um, And so, okay, I want to get back to the 25 pound goal that I set. So I, I think the first like two or three months I gained like 15 pounds, which means that if I'm only going to gain 25 pounds in this pregnancy and by the end of the first trimester, I'm not sure how much the baby weighs, but it's not a lot. (laughs) It's going to go from maybe like one pound to you know, like seven pounds, six or seven pounds. So it really doesn't. So if I only have 10 more pounds to gain in the next, what, six months, and five or six of those pounds are gonna be the baby. Like, wow, okay. So that was interesting to me. And as as that 50 pounds came on, I was just constantly checking in with myself, like, yeah, no, I am not eating more than my body's asking for. I'm not completely getting derailed in my mindset about what I should be eating and how much I should be eating. I'm really like sticking, staying true to myself and staying true to what my body's asking for. So I felt really good about that. I never felt bad about that 15 pounds. I was like, whatever that 15 pounds is, it's what my body needs. And I feel good about it. So I did kind of realize then at, at that end of that first trimester, I'm 15 pounds up. I only, if 25 pounds is my goal, I only have 10 more pounds to gain. I'm probably going over that. And I was like, that's totally fine. So with that goal, if you set one, I was willing to release the reins on that. I was willing to just say, this goal is just for me to have a reference point to be checking in with myself and nothing else. It's nothing I'm going to try to stick to. It's nothing I'm gonna, going to restrict myself to or be stop honoring my body in order to honor that number never so i was always okay with that number not being 25 pounds it was just a helpful reference point for me to have in the beginning and to have throughout and i think i ended up i don't know if i already said this on this episode or not but i think i ended up gaining like 40 pounds Um, so I gained 15 pounds, like the first trimester. I don't really remember what it was in the second trimester, but then the last like two months of my pregnancy, oh my gosh, at least like 15 pounds in just fluid. I was so swollen. And that was like, also, I was just like, okay, I am still checking in with myself. I'm still weighing in. I'm still checking in with my mindset and just making sure that I'm here honoring my body. 
And so I'm okay with this. Like whatever my body, whatever the scale is saying, like that is just simply what my body needs. And, and that's fine. Now that didn't mean that I felt like comfortable in my legs. You guys were so swollen. It was crazy. I remember after I had the baby, maybe a couple weeks after, um, when I was finally kind of like that water weight was coming down and I crossed my legs and I was like, Oh my God, I haven't been able to cross my legs in like months. Like I was like, Whoa, this feels different. It was, it was just like another reminder of like, Holy guacamole. I would, I put on so much water weight towards the end. I was so swollen. Um, so that was super interesting. Um, the other thing, let me find my note on this. Cause I wanted to mention, um, oh yeah, my hunger didn't change that much, which was pretty surprising. But um, so always be checking in with where your hunger is and hormonal hunger can have a lot to do with it as well. So it can feel more intense. It can feel different. That's okay. I always just recommend just going um, at a slow pace when you're eating and just checking in with how you're feeling physically as you eat, as opposed to just eating everything that's in front of you, um, or as opposed to like, eating really quickly, just because you feel very ravenous at that moment. So still eating slowly, checking in as you eat and making sure that you're getting a lot of water because some of that, in my case, for sure, this was true. Some of the hunger signals I was getting was just thirst. I was so thirsty, like throughout the entire pregnancy. So making sure that you're drinking plenty of water was um, really huge and is really huge. Another thing that I'll, I'll just mention, I in no way, shape or form need to go into this, but I got some hate online too, for talking about weight during pregnancy, um, for posting pictures of myself and talking about weight loss. People, some people said some pretty nasty things. So I, I'm bringing that up just to say that you might, you likely will get these opinions. You're going to get these opinions about how this should look for you. And truly, it is no one else's business but your own and your baby's. It is no one else's business. No one else's opinion really matters other than yours. So keep that in mind, no matter what people are saying or what their ideas are that are coming out. So, um, okay. Couple lessons learned. People, they have a lot to say about how your weight gain should look, how you should look, what you should be eating, how much you should be eating. And first and foremost, it is no one's business but your own and your baby's, and you have to be able to listen to yourself. So those are the cornerstones of pregnancy weight gain, of my my experience gaining weight in pregnancy, um, which was really wonderful. I never anytime like got into feeling bad about myself because the scale had gone up or because I was way beyond the number that I had originally set or because my tastes had shifted or my hunger had shifted. It was all just like, this is okay. And whatever's happening is right for my body. And nothing that happens during this pregnancy, weight gain wise, is something that I can't fix. <laughs> so I always like had that too. Like if I had an extra piece of cake, which y'all, that sweet tooth really kicked up. And I was, I didn't really go into this actually. Maybe I should. So another thing that I did typically on a typical day for me when I'm not pregnant, um, I plan my indulgences and I plan to have them in more of like, okay, we're going out to dinner this weekend and I might want to have a glass of wine and I might want to have pasta. So that's going to be my indulgence. When I was pregnant, I was like, I released the reins on that a lot more. And I was like, I'm going to have, I've got the sweet tooth and I'm going to have dessert probably five nights out of the week, probably way more nights than I would do it right now. And it really didn't feel bad for me. If it had at any point felt not good or felt like it was making me more tired or more bloated or more anything, then I would have backed off. But at no point did it ever feel physically not good for me. 
I did just fine having some chocolate at night or um, like I made a couple of the, <laughs> oh my gosh, I made a couple of those cinnamon crumb cakes. Oh my God, they were so good. So I might have like a piece of that at night. Um, and that was totally fine. It never felt physically wrong for me. I felt okay doing that. I think not being pregnant doing that, I would feel way more physically tired, way more physically bloated than normal. And I wouldn't want to do that. But when I was pregnant, I was totally okay with that. I totally added in these extra indulgences um, throughout the week. And that felt really good for me. So I keep that in mind too. Like there might be things that you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have this. And I'm going I feel really good about it. And that's okay. So I definitely had those in my journey. This was in no way, shape or form, like perfect eating fest, you know, at all. It was like, just, I'm doing what feels good for me physically and what feels right for me and my body and what I really enjoy right now. Cause above all what you eat, you should enjoy and you should enjoy how you feel physically. So those were the cornerstones. That is my framework for you and my offering to you as you go through your pregnancy or as you go through your weight loss journey, because a lot of this applies to that as well. Okay. So next episode, we are going to get into my postpartum weight loss journey, which is going to be um, very helpful as well. And I think, yeah, it's been really fun so far. I really enjoyed it. So we're gonna have another fun conversation about weight loss and, and probably other people's opinions <laughs> since that one that's like that was like the big thing in this in this episode all right y'all i will see you next week bye if you love this episode come work with me you can check out my program the brain training weight loss program at bit.ly that's b-i-t dot l-y backslash Haley Sohn my full name h-a-y-l-e-y S-O-H-N, and I will see you inside.